Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. Wanted to welcome you to another edition of our Leaders in Customer Loyalty series. In this series, we talk to the brand leaders on the front line of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Allison Cocker, who is the Communications Manager at Salada Salad Kitchen, uh, which is a built-to-order salad kitchen with over 90 locations. Allison, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit more about you? Uh, you, We always like to get to know people on a more personal level, so I'd love to know a little bit about you, your role at Salada Salad Kitchen, and maybe even a fun fact about you. Do you like parachuting? Do you run ultra marathons? You know, maybe you a fun fact or a passion that you have. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I joined Salada about four and a half years ago as part of the marketing team. And my original focus was more on social media strategy and digital media, but my role has really involved there over time to include some of that development and management of our Tastemaker Rewards program and mobile app, um, guest retention program, and our public relations strategy. Um, but a fun fact about me, I've been riding horses for 22 years, and I currently own a quarter horse, and I lease a warm blood um, some people don't know you can lease horses like cars, but <laughs> you can. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good to know as well. Um, <laughs> and for those who don't know uh, about your organization, Salada Salad Kitchen, um, what uh, can you tell us a little bit about what you guys do, how you do it, uh, the origin of the organization, the company? That'd be great to know as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Salada actually started in the downtown Houston tunnels uh, after its founders, Bears and Tony, um, they realized there was a big trend emerging for the desire of healthy and fresh items for their guests at their current restaurant concept. So they took their current concept and um, pivoted to focus mostly on, you know, fresh salads and wraps. And they really took some time to develop out their signature dressings, sauces, and soups, um, which became the backbone of the overall salada menu. And a lot of which are still on the menu today. Um, And since then they have opened you know, in multiple states, Texas, Georgia, California, Louisiana, um, we have, we currently have 82 locations actually, but um, we're, we will be at 84 by the end of the month um, with our openings in South Arlington, Texas, as well as an opening in Charlotte, North Carolina, which will be our first one in North Carolina, which is very exciting. And um, just Our offering overall and our concept is, uh, as you mentioned, we're fully customizable, built to order salads and wraps. Uh, We also have soups and organic teas and lemonades um, with, you know, all of our fresh fruits and vegetables and lean proteins are prepped daily in-house. And we have uh, more than 50 fresh toppings, uh, 12 house-made dressings, and um, a bunch of proteins as well that our guests can choose from when they're creating their salads and wraps. Okay, great. Um, you recently uh, just surpassed 100,000 app downloads. Uh, can you tell us how you so effectively grew to 100,000 app downloads in kind of a short time and how you may have incentivized customers to download and, and, and create a, you know, a profile and get engaged with the app? Yeah. Um, so we were really, really excited to hit that milestone within the first year. Our, our initial goal was actually 40,000 downloads or like 25% of our loyalty base. Um, but we accomplished that in three months. So we had to come up with a new goal. So our new goal was a hundred thousand for the year. Um, we launched on June 17th, 2020, which was kind of right in the middle of the, the pandemic, which was, um, 
a little interesting and it definitely made us adjust how we maybe would have done that launch during other times. Um, but we were still able to, you know, use a pretty fully integrated marketing approach with, you know, some more traditional avenues like PR pushes and restaurant POP, things like that, as well as, you know, online and using our own channels like email and social media. Um, but one of the big things that we did that was really successful when launching our app was um, incentivizing our loyalty or current loyalty members to adopt the app by offering a $12 reward when they place their first order in the mobile app during that like first week of launch. Okay. Um, actually resulted in a record-breaking online ordering sales day. So that was super exciting. Um, um, but some of the other things that really supported that mobile app launch being successful was, you know, having that ready consumer base that had been requesting that type of technology for a long time. And I think they were really ready for it. So when we launched it, they were all about jumping on that train. Um, and we've seen over, you know, that month of launch, we saw a 10% month over month uh, increase in loyalty spend. And then um, just over this last year, we've actually seen our loyalty spend increase 56%. Oh, wow. So it's been awesome. And um, we're now at over 120 downloads. So still okay, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. And I think your customer retention rate is around 78%. Um, I would love to know how you define retention and also, you know, what tactics are you using to keep customers so engaged with your products? Yeah, so that's actually, so 78% is our um, app retention rate. So that's okay. people who haven't, who have kept the app downloaded on their phone. Um, and I think what's what's really kept them engaged is, is one, making sure that we created an app and a loyalty program that was user-friendly to begin with, because if it's not something that they enjoy using it, it's not easier or easy to use, then they're not going to continue using it. Um, the app really allowed us to remove a lot of barriers from our guest experience and, and gave our guests more options when it came to ordering ahead. Um, it also integrated with our loyalty program. We actually launched our loyalty program in September of 2019, and then the app came a little bit later. Um, so since that was already out and available, we had already started building up an audience there for the mobile app. So when we did launch the mobile app, um, we already had those guests there that were interested in our loyalty program and looking for an easier way to use it. Um, we also, at the same around the same time, um, launched an entirely new uh, tech suite, which included a uh, a new POS system, a new website or a vanity website, and um, a new online ordering, as well as a way to, um, a new way of ordering our catering options and delivery, which was a lot to do all at once. Um, but we definitely didn't regret it when it came, um, you know, several or a few months later when the pandemic came around and, and we already had those, you know, key items set up and ready to go. So we were ready to focus on delivery and, and like that online avenue. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. And I think your, your loyalty program has grown uh, 31% since the launch of the app. Can mm -hmm. you tell us about the program, uh, kind of how the, uh, the program may be different uh, from the app and, and you know, how you've been able to grow that program so successfully as well? 
Yeah, so our loyalty program is a simple automatic rewards program that offers guests one point for every $1 that they spend. Um, and then for every 100 points, the guest earns a $7 reward that they can you know, use and redeem like cash when they place an order. We really wanted our program to be simple and easy to understand. Again, trying to remove any kind of burden from our guests uh, and make sure that when they do sign up, they're rewarded quickly. Um, so we offered, well, actually when we launched the app, we, we did something similar to when we, or sorry, when we launched the loyalty program, we did something similar to when we launched the app and that we offered a, a $12 incentive for signing up um, in that first month. And then after that, we offered our guests an 85 point bonus for signing up. So that meant that they were only 15 points away from getting their first reward, which is for us um, and our, our check average, that's about one purchase or maybe two purchases. So they're really close as soon as they sign up to getting that first reward, um, which you know automatically incentivizes continued use and repeat visits because they feel like, oh, I'm gonna get a reward really quickly. So I should you know keep coming into Salada. Um, but some of the other things we have on our rewards program. So it is a two tier system. Um, the first tier is called Topping Pro and the second is called Tastemaker. Um, you have to earn 300 points to get to Tastemaker status. Um, but both tiers enjoy like a, a birthday reward, which is $12 that they can use. Um, we do double points, days and weeks, seasonal promotions, things like that. And then um, we also have a, a catering part of our loyalty program, which I think is a little bit unique. I think a lot of brands do have catering programs, but what's yeah. unique about ours is that um, they're connected and it's just a, a single sign-on. So you can be both a catering rewards member and a individual rewards member. And um, with catering, it's a little bit different in that it's a reward yourself and they can earn one point for every dollar that they spend, but then once they reach a uh, like a threshold, they can redeem that for what they want. So they could get like uh, catering dollars or individual reward dollars or even Amazon gift cards. Uh, okay, interesting. Um, when you look at uh, customer loyalty, very important, or we like to think it's very important to understand how people are defining customer loyalty from a kind of a qualitative perspective. So mm -hmm. you know, what does customer loyalty mean to you and your organization? So, you know, we really strive to provide our guests with consistent experiences that they can trust time and time again, no matter what restaurant they visit or, you know, whether it be online in the app, the third party marketplace, whatever it is. And I, I really think that that trust and consistency is what creates customer loyalty. Um, I think, and, and along with ensuring our guests understand that we appreciate them through our loyalty program. Um, but we found that guests who trust their experiences are with us are much more likely to recommend us to a friend, either you know in person or through review or uh, on a listings platform. And I think that loyalty overall is like is a cornerstone of our business, and um, it's significantly obviously more cost effective and time efficient to maintain a happy guest and keep them returning than to acquire a new guest. So we really rely on those, you know, consistent experiences that they have to create that loyalty. Excellent.
When you look at um, uh, kind of the changes uh, that many brands are going through with regard to customer loyalty, we actually have a kind of a, a conference coming up and we're going to talk about kind of technology. How, how does it work? How do you get it to integrate with other facets of uh, your internal systems? You know, what's the biggest challenge you see with regard to technology uh, in the loyalty customer experience uh, arena? And, and how are you guys addressing that? So I think one of the biggest challenges um, right now is honestly keeping up with ever-changing needs and, and expectations of guests when it comes to technology. Um, they're constantly shifting on what they want from brands. And um, like I mentioned, we, we recently rolled out an entire tech suite overall um, with all of those, those different items just to you know, get ourselves up to, to speed, honestly, to where the industry was. Um, previously, we weren't even able to, you know, we didn't have the reporting or the tracking capabilities that we needed. Our website wasn't even mobile friendly before we made these changes. And um, guests are really expecting a lot of personalization in their technology. And, um, that detailed reporting that we're now able to get from our technology partners um, helps us better understand our guests and, and create campaigns that speak to them. Okay, that's awesome. Um, when you look at uh, personalization, personalization is a big area of interest for marketers. Customer loyalty is a big piece of that. You know, what are some of the challenges or opportunities you see around personalization? Um, so our, our concept overall is, is based on personalization um, when you think about it, because it's just it's customizable salads. It's, it's anything and everything that you could possibly want. Um, but one of the biggest challenges, challenges we're currently facing uh, when it comes to our loyalty program really is scalability and a limited ability to drill down into our like customer behavior. Um, since we are working with multiple vendors for technology, we've been a little limited by their APIs at times. Um, but I will say the vendors that we've chosen to work with have been great about constantly working to update their APIs so that we can get more visibility into what our guests are ordering and buying. And um, one of our loyalty programs, uh, or sorry, one of our um, vendor partners, who is our loyalty partner, uh, has recently you know, expanded their audience filtering capabilities to include predictive analytics, um, which will be really cool and allow us to create you know, personalized campaigns based on guest past behavior. So um, I think that that's one direction that we're going down for personalization. Okay. Um, how partnerships are partnerships are, are they something that are important to, uh, your organization from a brand side? So potentially partnering with a fuel, uh, store or fuel location or a hotel or a retailer. That's something that's a kind of a growing area of interest from our marketers. and just wasn't sure kind of what you guys are seeing or doing with regard to partnership. So when you say partnerships, are you thinking more like third party, um, like delivery partnerships or like uh, yeah, a, a third party delivery service or a promotion potentially with a Lego or doing something with Cinemark uh, potentially from a bounce back off or not a technology partnership, but more yeah, potentially on a delivery service or uh, but more so, you know, on a, a partnership with a Lego or something that you may do with Coke or Pepsi or what have you. Yeah. Um, so we do, we are on third party marketplaces. So we do partner with some delivery and um, one avenue that we're looking to go down is, is partnering with companies that allow us to, you know, bring our food into, you know, business buildings or office buildings or apartments where we could, you know, do like a one-stop shop kind of like delivery. 
piece. Um, but when it comes to like other types of partnerships with other brands, like nonprofit brands, um, we tend to stick with brands that fit within our um, brand pillars. Um, and then outside of like nonprofit partnerships, um, we also make an effort to partner with like small locally owned businesses, especially when it comes to entering new markets. Okay. That's awesome. And when you look at um, data analytics and being able to create actionable insight out of it, you, you touched on that a little bit. It's a big challenge and a huge opportunity to get the right data from a personally identified uh, perspective and being able to leverage it. You know, what are some of the challenges you face with regard to data and analytics and creating that actionability? Yeah. Um, so I would say our biggest challenge is, is pulling all of that data together in aggregate right now. Uh, as yeah, as you mentioned, uh, we do work with multiple vendor partners, so it, it really takes quite a bit of time to pull all of that data together. It's not that we don't have the data, it's just uh, sifting through it and then pulling those actual insights that takes a lot of time so that we can you know, create campaigns that make sense for our guests. Okay, great. Uh, customers are changing. We know that they were changing before COVID. Obviously, going through COVID had led to some uh, unique challenges and opportunities as well. So they continue to change. How do you feel your customers are changing and how are you adapting to that change? Yeah, so I feel, you know, customers overall have higher expectations for the businesses they choose to support. Um, we're really looking to or they're looking to elevate their experience and have you know, instant gratification of their needs. Um, and that's why guest service has been a major focus for us this year and, and why rolling out convenience technology like our mobile app has been so important. I also think in general, uh, guests are looking for brands to be more honest, relatable, uh, and human in their interactions with them. So that's a big focus when it comes to our, our guest service. Got it. Okay. Uh, and when you look at um, KPIs, what KPIs do you and your team use to measure the success of your customer loyalty and customer experience offers? Yeah, so we look at several KPIs and, and it can you know, depend on the, the goals of the campaign. But the biggest ones I would say are you know, increases in or decreases in loyalty spending visits, uh, loyalty penetration, frequency, check average, and then overall program growth. Got it. Okay. And what do you think the next big thing for customer loyalty uh, is for uh, Salada? Yeah, it's, it's definitely personalization. I think that's the, the big buzzword in loyalty right now. Um, but we, we really started our journey with a loyalty program that was overall very simple, but allowed us a lot of room to build. And, you know, while our guests can always use the reward dollars on whatever they want, making it kind of personal in that in that mindset. Um, our goal is to really further customize our offers and, and the campaigns themselves to, to meet those guests in that personalization space. Okay, great. And, and when you look at your competitors, how do you think you're different from a customer experience and customer loyalty perspective? Are they doing the same things or similar things to you? Are you kind of leading the way or you know, how do you think you're different or unique compared to the competitive set? Yeah, I think some of our some of the competitors are doing something similar. Some of them are, you know, going a completely different route. I think it depends on what type of program they're doing. I've seen a lot of competitors moving towards a uh, like more of a reward yourself type of program where their guests can choose what rewards they want. Um, I saw one program is going towards offering the ability to instead of like purchasing something. Um, you know, from the store or getting or redeeming for something at the store, they can get 
they can redeem for um, like sending that their points or their money or whatever it is over to a charity that they um, support, which I think is really, really interesting. But I, I think for us, it's, it's sticking with um, the ability to allow our guests to, to use the program in a way that works best for them. Um, and then I think that's kind of similar to how a lot of other um, companies are using their programs. But for us in particular, since we do keep it so simple and allow our guests to use their, their reward dollars on whatever they want in store, it will always be you know, very personal to them. Absolutely. And, and last question we have, you know, what can Loyalty360 do to help you and, and your team with your customer loyalty journey? Yeah. Uh, so I honestly, I think it's so important to learn and hear from other similar brands in the fast casual space or uh, even outside of restaurants altogether uh, about their you know, current best practices, struggles, um, wins even. Um, you really never know what industry and innovative idea might stem from. And sometimes just hearing you're not alone in your trial and error processes can be a good, you know, huge morale booster. Cause I think loyalty overall, and, and sometimes the restaurant industry is a lot about trial and error. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's wonderful that loyalty industry leaders are, are willing to take that time out of their days to, you know, share a little bit of their stories and hopefully help someone else who might be working through some of the same issues. Absolutely. Well, Allison, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. It was very interesting to hear uh, kind of what you're doing at Slada Salad Kitchen. It, it was not as familiar, but I think you seem to have a very unique uh, approach to customer loyalty and the passion that you uh, have for the program. It seems to be uh, great as well. So uh, looking forward to hearing more from you and Slada Salad Kitchen uh, throughout the, the next year. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time today. I really enjoyed it. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much. <laughs>